for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, Demonstrations of products and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1 646 558 8656. You will need the meeting ID 848 725 450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. Well, a very good morning to all on this Wednesday, July 10th convention week here in the USA. I hope you're doing well today. We're joined by a crew, a couple unexpected people joining us today. Uh, One other way I'm going to add that you can communicate with us during the show I know some people don't want to call and put in the codes and whatever the case may be. But if you want to use our regular request line at 800-693-0595 and press option 1, you can leave a comment and we'll put it on the air or send me a direct email at bill at billsparks.org. So let's get the crew started. Might as well start downstairs. Jennifer, you in the office? I am. In the office, it's nice out here. Nice and cool for you? Yep, nice and cool. you got a busy day planned today, don't you? Yeah, I'm going to go. Um, I have to get ready to go for a couple days. Celebrate my mom's 79th birthday. Well, there you go. That'll give you something to do. 
and that'll be good that you can do that. Let's see, Chris and Dave in Altoona. We're good, and we're good. It's um, warm and humid here, which it's going to be for about the next week at least. They say there's not really an end in sight, but we're staying inside where it's cool, and so we're good. You're good. Jeff in Albany. Same, same, you know, I think we have some of the same... We have some of the same um, weather conditions that they have in Altoona, Pennsylvania. Warm and humid today in the 90s. We may see some rain uh, maybe like I think sometime on Friday and next week. Chris and Dave, if you think the heat wave is here today, it's going to be a lot hotter next week. So the heat wave is coming next week. That's what I've been told. Oh, jeez. Great. No, 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 that's the heat wave. And, and, we'll send it on your way. And, and, and because my hands get so weak in this, in this very hot weather, I'll ask Kristen. She can cook me dinner, breakfast, lunch, and dinner next week. You think? Well, I, I think that's probably just wishful thinking, Chris. Let's go to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Tim. Good morning. It's uh, supposed to be, uh, well, in the, in the 70s today, which is pretty cool, except it's real humid. But then uh, the heat is coming starting tomorrow and Friday, and it's supposed to be in the 90s all next week. So I think that we're sending that off to Albany pretty quick here. Oh, thank you, Tim. You're welcome. Let's see. And I guess uh, I've not missed anybody on the panel. We've got Sean come in. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, folks. Well, you know, Chris was out of town at convention. Somebody from the Sports Lounge had to show up. Wow, there you go. You had to show up, and we'll have plenty to talk about on Sunday night on the Sports Lounge Live. Yes, we will. Uh, We'll have plenty, plenty, plenty to talk about. Lots of free agencies signing. Little All-Star game, which the outcome, well, what's what's not changed in seven years, so... The American League rules again, so... Seven in a row. I'm sure I never watched that. Uh, Let's see. Julie, are you still hanging out here? Do you have anything to say? Oh, good morning, everybody. It's nice to be here. I wondered if we were going to have Coffee Club with the ACB convention, but I don't... I guess they're having a session this morning, I think. Well, yesterday, Jenny was trying to listen to it, and she couldn't listen to it because it wasn't on mainstream, and she was... No, it wasn't on mainstream, but it turned out to be on interactive. Um, And I had had a hard time getting interactive because on the website, you know, you kind of see the things and what they're about, but you can't get them to play. Um, I found some ways to get them to play, and I, I finally downloaded and got it to work. I've downloaded it before, um, and I thought it was free, and then I thought, oh, it looks like you have to pay for it, but um, I guess there is a free one, so I, uh, it can be free. So um, I got it yesterday and can get and can see all three state, or all seven, whatever, streams and um, I think get to them, so. But at least you could listen to it, and that that's a good thing. It was it was nice of them to play an announcement over mainstream and let you know that they'd switched it to interactive instead of just playing promos all day. Well, and the and the showcase, um, a friend of ours was in the showcase, and um, we didn't get to hear him sing 
with the gospel singer, but um, he was also one of the MCs, and I couldn't find that. I thought that was on mainstream, and I guess that was on the cafe, so I had a hard time finding it. And um, his wife and another friend of ours had given up, kind of given up on it, because they said the sound was really bad, but but um, Michael had said, apparently... Uh, they were working on the sound, and I think they weren't able to get. And people, they had people waiting outside to go in um, for the show. But when I got it, the sound was great. I feel like I'm out of touch here, Julie, because I, you know, when it's nice out, I don't want to be inside listening to this, this stuff, and I wanted to be outside, and I, I wasn't home basically. I spent time with my daughter who wanted to go to the mall, and she didn't want to sit home with daddy listening to the convention. She's 12 years old. She wants to be out and about. So, well, that's uh, well, like use your iPhone. I've been out and about quite a bit too, but in the evening I was home, and it's been kind of hot and humid down here, but we've been out and about because. Um, We've been helping a couple people. So um, in the daytimes, yeah, we've been in the daytimes. We've been out and about, so we haven't heard. I haven't actually heard much convention. Just what I catch in the morning, or um, you know, shot, uh, caught the showcase Monday night, and um, I and then I think the first session of the first general session of the NFB starts today, but I won't be in on much of it because we have United Methodist Women this afternoon. Well, there you go. You've got a lot going on. Yeah, so we're, we're out and about um, we're out and about quite a bit. Yesterday was a relatively free day for us, but um, but today we have United Methodist Women and, and my roommate is supposed to serve refreshments and um, so then um, I've got to get ready for a Bible study if they have it tomorrow. Um, so, so yeah, we're out and about, and we've been um, helping. And then I want to get some things to make something for um, for a friend who's sick t- tomorrow. But um, so yeah, we're we we keep bit pretty busy running around we've been helping some people with shopping this week and so you you keep very 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 busy we'll talk about that in just a moment thanks julie let's see i think jerry in indiana might have had his hand raised yeah i'm here um i'm speaking about the convention uh I don't know why this is, but uh, it seems like the Google Home device, or Google devices can't get it. Uh, I've, it. You know, when you ask for ACB radio, it gives it, it gives me some kind of wild jazz music, or it gives me, I tried ACB radio interactive, and I tried, you know, mainstream, and for some reason it's not picking it up, and I don't understand why. It should pick it up because... You probably have to tell it on TuneIn. I did that. With the echoes, you have to say, you play ACB Radio Interactive on TuneIn or whatever to get it to do it, or you will get crazy stuff. Yeah, you get crazy stuff. I got this jazz, and uh, I got this one thing sound like Oriental music, and... uh, That's when I said try ACB radio. I I didn't know. Well, I did ask for tune-in once. I'll try it later, see what happens. You know, these voice assistants, 
we, we, we take them for uh, we think that they can do everything, but they, they're not always uh, met, they're not always as good as they say they are. Some, some, sometimes you got to work with them, There's Jerry. There's another so. app that works for that called Simple Radio. I just discovered it the other day. So you might be able to tell it to play it on Simple Radio, and I think that works with the Google Assistant also. I haven't tried We it. have... Uh, I'm sorry, Bill. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. No, it's all right. I think we got... Uh, we got Bill who just raised his hand. Yeah. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah. Uh, talking about the convention, I've been following a little bit when I've been in the house, and the thing of it is, for some reason, I don't know if they got trouble with their connections or what, but the mainstream is nothing but promos, and they keep skipping around. Like this morning, it's on Cafe Channel right now, and it's been on Interactive. It's been on Worldwide News. It's been on live stream. It's been on special, whatever, you know, those different things. They skip it around. You really got to search for it. It's not on the same same channel all the time. Like now it's on Cafe this morning, and mainstream is playing promos, and they've been playing promos all week. They have nothing on mainstream right now. I don't know if they got trouble with their stuff or what it is. It must be trouble, or I, I have no idea, but it seems like if you would want listeners, you would try to get everything in a central location. Right, because, you know, every time you go on to it, you got to go to all seven of those uh, channels they got on ACB Radio to find out which one's got it. Well, I think they've been having a little bit you know, of... I've been in and out myself. I haven't listened to it all the way through, but every time you go look for it, you got to look on every seven channels. Because yesterday I was out cutting grass all day. Cut three yards of grass yesterday. Hmm. It's so, supposed to be in the 90s again today, and we're supposed to get a severe thunderstorms tonight. Uh, you better take it easy. And, it, and then hot again the rest of the week in the 90s. And, but it, it does make it bad. Jeff, do we have another raised hand? I thought I saw, but I, they, I don't see there's no raised hand, so... Uh, I think the, they raised their hand and they must have lowered it because I'm not seeing it right now on the list. Julie. Julie has her hand raised. Who does? I'm Julie. sorry, Chris. Did you say Julie? Yes. Yeah. They're going out. Chris and Dave are cutting in and out. Um, Julie, go ahead. Did you have something else to say? I guess maybe. Hold on a second. Go ahead, Julie. I'm sorry. Okay. I have a couple of things to say. One of the things is, is it Jerry that said that that he got a bunch of crazy music. They yes. play that crazy. They play that crazy music. They said between sessions that you know, so that you'll know, because that's a little different one that, that what they maybe normally play. That that's the stream that that convention is on. And Bill, did you say you have tried Simple Radio? Yes. I've used Simple Radio for a while. Because whatever I had been using quit working with the iPhone, and so I tried Simple Radio because I can't do anything very complicated. So, um, and Simple Radio works <coughs> pretty well, <coughs> except sometimes it'll just stop in the middle of everything. That's why it's simple. Um, <laughs> I don't. That, yeah, that's why it's simple. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know if it's a particular station. My roommate, my roommate came from up in northwest Iowa, and I met her because she was in one of the churches I was serving up there. And um, so having lived all her life up there, you know, she wants to hear the obituaries because she's worked in nursing homes and such. And, and so sometimes they'll be on and it'll just stop. 
Um, and, but it may be the Spencer Station because I think they have at times had a lot of trouble with that. But um, so yeah, you may have gotten it with your with your device, but just did not realize that they were between sessions. Thank you, Julie. We have a five one two three two three. Raise hand. Yeah, hi, it's Gary, Jeff, and everybody. Gary, um, you're up early for us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yes, I am. I'm sorry. Um, I'm giving you. I'm just giving you a hard time, Gary. I know, and I'm very capable of giving it back too. So. <laughs> but anyway, I wanted to comment on uh, Simple Radio. I I have that. I have I think five radio apps, and I never had any problem losing the legend on uh, the four that it's on. Um, I have not yet had to. Uh, redo anything or anything like that and about the acb uh thing i have the acb link app and i went there i thought well maybe i can listen to the convention on that and i go in there and i had all the stuff about the 2018 convention and 2018 this and that so i thought i'm gonna see if the uh contact state contact people are the same and they they have not updated anything in that app and that's just uh, not not good, I don't think. Uh, you know, it's all last year's stuff in there. No, I... Yeah, I it, 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 they really need to organize it a little bit better, but unfortunately, the only thing you can do is just do whatever else. It's, it's trial and error, Gary. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, I think there's going to be some other changes coming with ACB Radio coming soon. This licensing thing is going to shake some things out, and... There will be changes there with with ACB radio. So it's you know, it's a wonderful thing. It's just too bad it's not on a you know, where where people go to expect to listen to it. Um and to do that. Do we have any other comments, Jeff? Nope. Uh no, not yet. Yeah. I'm sure you will, Gary. We'll get Sean. I'm sure I will. Yeah. And You'll be back with us, what, a week from Thursday, of course. Um, all Things Radio, of course. All Things Radio. You know, so a couple things. Um, anybody else have anything else to say about the conventions and radio coverage? I think Tim's getting the NFB pretty consistently on, let's see, what does he call it again? One one ninety five, the Globe. And they had some technical problems yesterday because their server got too full. <laughs> but that's resolved today. They they uh, put up a new link to a new a different server so they can have a lot more listeners. So so at least they're consistent. Now, what's the difference in that and going to the NFB website and listening? Well. On the globe, they have commentary and stuff like that, and it's done as part of their programming. So they, um, you won't have any time. Whereas on the NFB link, it's just the convention. There's no talk or anything like that. Okay, so if I wanted to listen to this on one of my devices, what do I ask for? Um. Play 195 The Globe on TuneIn. Play 195 The Globe on TuneIn, okay. Yep. So, and I think that works on, I don't have a Google 
device, but I think it's supposed to work on there too. Well, Google is tied into TuneIn, so yeah, that so it should. You know that that should work. You know, one of the devices I use, and it's kind of out of step now. But one of the most underrated devices from Amazon was the Amazon Tap. You talk about being portable and not having to stay to a computer. I love that little battery device. That and they sounded really nice. I thought for for the something money? that little <laughs> and yeah. I have the Amazon Tap. And I keep it in, on my nightstand in my bedroom, and I use it at night to listen to internet radio when I fall asleep. I, it, that's what I use it for, but it, but I like it because it's portable and you can take it with you. Right. Now, to my way of thinking, now, this is just my opinion and my opinion only. The tap's great, but it's very difficult when you take it away from home to configure it to go to another network. It seems like that's an unnecessary step that's kind of hard to do. I mean, it's not impossible but you know what i mean yeah and that's kind of true with the dots too and stuff right. like that the, that's that's one of their their to me a kind of a weak point when you go other places it doesn't make it as well especially if you go to hotels because they always have that stupid web page that you have to go and put in your room number or whatever and that's almost impossible to get them to connect that way. Yeah, it makes it very, very, very difficult. And as we go along, there's going to be more and more smart speakers. I saw the Bose and saying, you know, that's going to be both Google and um, Lady A. So, you know, that's the new radio. So, I think we got Julie again, maybe... And then we've got Bill again, and then we're... I'm yeah, do you want to say Julie time. first? I think she was the first in line. Right. Go ahead, Julie. Go ahead, Julie. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to get the NFB convention on TuneIn, but I tried on Simple Radio to get 195 The Globe, and it gave me two of them. One from Denver, Colorado, and one from somewhere in New York. Tim, where is it out of The Globe? I'm not positive. I'm... I'm pretty sure Dave David Dumphy lives in New York. Yeah, I think it's a New York one. Okay. He moved to Denver. He moved to Denver from New York. So yeah. Anyway, oh, sorry to interrupt. So okay. Okay. one of them was a music station, and one of them seemed to be a talk show kind of station. Yeah, and it's it's on the music station. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Now, will it give me two stations on TuneIn also, or not? They're on TuneIn also. Yeah, okay. yeah, they are. And okay. is Simple Radio is a legend on Simple Radio? I have no yes, idea. Yes, it is. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, I, I have been able to get Simple, uh, get the legend on Simple Radio. Um, I haven't tried so much in the last week or so, I mean, since you've gotten everything fixed, but I think I have tried it since you said you were getting it, everything moved over. I think I think we can still get it there. Okay, Julie. We have we have we have, well, we have Bill who's wanted to talk. I'll just get I'll get him unmuted. Go ahead, Bill. 
Yeah, uh, the only thing I was going to say was you guys do all these electronic things. I'm way behind. But what I was going to mention, uh, you mentioned the NFB. Uh, I went on the NFB site the other day, or last week, one day, and just glanced at the convention where they're staying at the, um, what we call it? Mandalay Bay. Mandalay. I couldn't think of the Mandalay Bay. And I read through, I don't know if anybody looked at that, but boy, you're going to have a lot of money if you're going to that convention because they didn't mention any restaurants around the Mandalay Bay. And I've been out there years ago, and they didn't have much on the outside. But if you eat inside there at those restaurants, it's going to cost you $40 a day for meals. You can go to, well, you can go to Johnny Rocket, and it's going to cost you $10 for a burger and fries. That's not a drink. But, you know, Bill, that's the, that is with any of the hotels in Vegas. Oh, it's I know. I know it is. I know it is. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They didn't. I mean, you'd have a lot of money to go to that one out there. Well, the one in, in uh, Rochester is not cheap either. I mean... You know, if, you, what you, you, know, you know what you That's do? Hotel. I'm going to tell you something. Here's a really good source. If you look up, go to YouTube and you look, you look up reason, you look up eating places or rest in Vegas. There's a ton of people who have done restaurant reviews of, of reasonably priced places in Vegas that you can eat at that are near the that are near these hotels on the Strip. Oh yeah, they got well, they got them, but they, just don't, they didn't list them on their and, thing and said, "Well, you got these choices, but, right?" But everything is going up. And if you go to Vegas, they, they used to be very cheap buffet places that were very reasonable and very cheap. And the the, the days of cheap and expensive eating in Vegas are gone. So oh yeah, that's that, gone because. Those are things of the past, Bill. Yeah, because when I was out there, the meals were cheap because they made all their money on the gambling. That's where they made their money. And they still do, but the meals are expensive now. (laughs) Oh, I know. I know. Well, they're expensive anywhere, actually. But Because I I saw Johnny Rocket, and that's just a hamburger place. Man, they wanted $10 for just a, a burger and a fry. Oh, and one is five got, bucks for a drink. You know, that's gotten that way in most fast food places. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, went to McDonald's, are, right? I went to McDonald's with my family, and, and I paid for Brenna and Adria and myself, and and my and you know it costs almost thirty or thirty five bucks just for all of us to eat at McDonald's. I mean, it's, oh, it's I not know. cheap. I know, I know, it's not cheap. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. It's not cheap anymore. Okay. You know, um, and we'll revisit this topic if if you want to. But yesterday, on a recommendation, I tried a new web browser. And this web browser is called Brave, B-R-A-V-E. Now, it's, it's similar. I'm sure it's based upon the, the Google Chrome and also... The new one from Microsoft that's not out yet, but should be out soon. But it is very, very fast, and it's very, very accessible, too. But you can go to brave.com and install it or go to Google and type in Brave Browser and look for the website that way. But if you want a very quick, very, very quick, that um, really can load pages and pretty simple to use and you don't have to worry about accessibility issues it's a pretty good one have you ever tried it jeff we haven't tried that one. Oh. um i don't know if anybody else had tried it jennifer were you there when i tried that last night yeah it seemed to be pretty fast yeah, they said it loads up about eight times as fast as Google Chrome. So, wow. 
Wow. My, uh, Google Chrome's getting to be my go-to browser most of the time. I yeah. still have some things that I do with Firefox only because I don't want to go get codes off my phone and redo all that. But. Can you copy and paste and stuff from Brave? Do you know? Yes. Okay. Pam has her hand raised. I'm, I'm trying to... Hold on a second, Chris. I got it. I got it. Oh, good morning, everyone. Um, I just have a quick question with reference to this web browser. Um, I'm not familiar with the one you're speaking about. However, I'm curious to know if anyone has heard how uh, how soon Microsoft is going to totally take Explorer out of Windows. I don't think they're going to take it out completely, Pam, from what I've, what I've heard. But it, it just is not going to be supported quite as well. I hope they don't because that's what that's my go-to browser for RSS stuff. Yeah, but it's going away because pretty soon you're not going to be able to shop from it or to do any of the things. And th- those so many t- sites you go to now, if you even try to go there using it, you get warnings saying it's not going to work. I, I only use it for my radio sites. That's it. I don't right. use it for anything else. But, um, I use Firefox mainly. But I would tell people, if they want to try this web browser, I can confidently tell you there is no accessibility issue. So, you know, you're not going to lose anything. And you can import your passwords, your favorites, and all your settings right from your other browser, and it doesn't hurt your other browser. So it just gives this, it's a choice. It's nothing that, you know, you would have to go to, or you don't even have to try it. Um, and and Pamela, I do have one thing to say to you, and it's that I, I have not forgotten about you, and I have a bunch of more air checks from WIL in St. Louis from the early 1960s, and I haven't forgotten about you. I, 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 but it's just that I had to edit them and, and do a lot of work with them. Oh, good stuff, man. But, I, now you, I, you may have to I pay me to, you may have to pay me to play them, though. Um, I, I <laughs> I'm kidding you, Pam. I really young. I'm just kidding you. I'm just kidding you, Pam. That's okay. And well, there is one other thing that that we've we've noticed lately. I've had to do this for one of my computer folks. You can't shop, or I haven't figured out a way to shop from Lady A now. I I can't speak for because I'm not in Florida where my other Google Home is. You can't shop directly from Amazon anymore. Supposedly, they put the stuff in your cart, and you're supposed to be able to say, I don't know if it works because I haven't tried it, but you're supposed to be able to say, check out my cart or some words to that effect, and it's supposed to work now, but I don't know. Yeah, one of the things they've gotten heat from is uh, people have been... Like, like there was a, a, a little girl who uh, was playing with her mother's cell phone. And that has nothing to do with Lady A, but I just heard this in the news last week. And all of a sudden, the mother found a couch at her door. They, they delivered a couch to her because the little girl, unbeknownst to, Am, to her mother, 
Well, that, they have that one, you know how they have that one-click ordering, Chris? Uh-huh. And she ordered the couch. Now, that's great if you if that's what you really want. But she did it without even realizing and knowing what she was doing. She was only two years old. Well, Amazon, that's why you don't let your two-year-old play That's right. Phone. But Amazon was quite good about it, and they, they, did, they did let her return the couch. Here's another thing you should know. I don't know if it affects you, Chris, or any of you guys, but it's, it makes it easier. You want to return something from Amazon, it's going to be a lot easier now. If you go to Amazon and you set up things for your return, you can bring your product uh, from Kohl's to Kohl's department store. And if you go I to Kohl's, you can return your stuff. And so uh, if, if, for example, whatever you buy, uh, you can do that. And I think Amazon also has the ability now. It also said I, I didn't I don't ever return much from Amazon when I buy stuff. But I guess they will also set up an arrangement so that you can have the package picked up at your house. But it's easier to bring it to Kohl's if you can do that because they'll do the repackaging, they'll do the shipping, they'll handle everything to, to take care of that. So that, that really makes a convenience. And it's a win-win situation for Kohl's as well because they figure if you're going to go to Kohl's to return something from Amazon, maybe you're going to just go there to buy something as well. And that that, that makes it a win-win situation for, for Kohl's. Well, yeah. What's that, Jennifer? I'm sorry. I've been able to. You can still shop on the on the show or the spot because if you double tap on the item, it'll take you to the details page, and there's a thing where you, that says buy this. Right, and you can double tap on that. Right, but then, and then also get- something that I found interesting that I saw yesterday is that Amazon is going to start selling the kits to build tiny houses if you're into that and make them for less than twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's interesting. You better have the land and you better have all the permits in place before you even do that. <laughs> but yeah, well, there is that. But there is that. But yeah, this this shopping thing. Now, the guy told me at the Amazon disability line that there was a problem with their software. I wish they would get a little consistent in these stories, but I haven't talked to anybody else that's been able to check something out without I mean I don't have a problem going to the computer or doing whatever I need to do or the mobile phone and checking it out but a lot of people that are dependent upon the you know what the problem is Bill if you look at the iPhone app and I do a lot of shopping on it I do a lot of shopping on Amazon you know now that I live alone of course and I bought I was looking for Something that we talked about a few weeks ago. Chris, you and I talked about this about three weeks ago, maybe four weeks ago. That's, uh, I had to buy uh, finished dishwasher tablets. And I wanted, but I, it, but I kept getting it on the iPhone. It kept saying that I didn't want an Amazon reseller because I wanted the next day delivery. That's what I pay for. I have Prime. So I, I, I actually had to go and do it. Actually, I had to do it on the, I actually had to do it on the iPhone. Actually, it was easy to do it for me on the iPhone. But then trying to look at the cart, they don't call it a cart on the iPhone. They call it a Sky Cart, S-K-Y-C-A-R-T. But you can shop. But I wish the big problem with Amazon is they always make changes to their app on the iPhone, and you don't know what's going to be changing. And it makes it. I wish it makes it. It makes it very inconsistent for us as blind people trying to shop with it. But I, I've been able to do it. But it is challenging. I, I have to, you you know, figure out and use more of the gray matter in my brain to figure this thing out every time. And as you get older, that gets a little bit harder. I think sometimes. Does it matter if you're using the the Echo if it's something that you've bought before? Will it let you 
I don't know. I, I don't shop so. in the Echo that much I anymore. I don't think it will. I think I think it's the same way all the time. Yeah, they're trying to protect people from from. Uh, they're trying to protect you from having orders that would that you would automatically be delivered to you by mistake or but if someone else orders something they're playing around with your echo but well, I, I mean they had it before so that you had to ha- that so that you could set it up so you had to have a password for it to actually yeah, buy it yeah a pin code I, I don't know what the problem is but they're definitely well, making probably, changes probably people heard people's pin codes if you want to buy something and you have to say your pin code then what you're going to have to do is wait till you're the only one there or nobody's around to hear but it has caused problems. Do we have any raised hands before we pause? Bill, I thought, I'm trying to find it here. Yeah, you there? Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jennifer mentioned, I think it was Jennifer, or was it Chris? I think it's which one now. Mentioned about uh, Amazon going to start selling those mini houses. Well, that's nothing new. Sears sold prehab houses years ago in the catalog, and they also sold cars years ago in the, in the Sears catalog. So Amazon just kind of catching up with Sears is what they're doing. Because Sears sold that stuff years ago. The prefab houses and everything to be made, and most prehab houses are made in uh, Lafayette, Indiana. Well, how does that work when you buy a prefab house? You, you have in other words, it, com- it, it, com- it comes in a kit, and all the pieces are numbered. And you just look at the map and put the numbers together. It's just putting the puzzle together is all you do. Every, oh, every I, piece of lumber is numbered. I'm going, to do, I'm going to say what Dave and Chris said about me a few weeks ago when they were having lunch, and they said, when in doubt, we take Jeff's advice and order out. I think when it comes to something like that, Bill, I think when in doubt, I'm going to hire out. Sorry, I'm, I'm not built for that. Well, yeah, I know, but that, that's just one of the things they had back then because I know people that build them. In fact, some of those houses are still standing around Lafayette, Indiana, and Indianapolis, and that they're not, they weren't the most greatest house in the world, but they were cheap and... They uh, worked, and they're well insulated. That was one thing. And I don't know if you can fit them with a lot of other stuff today, like new windows now. Of course, right. new windows that they make them custom-made. But, uh, okay. but there's still a lot of those houses still standing. But they were built on a slab. They weren't on a foundation. Right. They're only slab houses. You had to put right. a slab down. Well, we're going to we, take some other We have one more thing from Gary, I think. Yeah, just a quick comment on the Sears houses. A few months ago, I read an article about one that was still being lived in. They'd re- they'd added to it and stuff, but it was like, you know, like 60 or 70 years old. And the family, uh, they had no plans of selling it. I mean, their descendants had lived in it, and the descendants were going to keep living in it. So I didn't even know they built uh, houses until I read that article about it maybe six months ago. Wow, you just never know. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause, and we'll be right back in two minutes. People been saying to your friend, get a different face. And posting on their feed, they're super ugly. The things they say to them online are cruel and they're not true. So tell your friend, I'll stand up for you. Don't worry, I know what to do. Know someone being bullied online? You can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool and by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. 
Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. There we go. We got everybody back. We had a little noise in the background. Um, Pam, I think you had your hand raised. Got it. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to turn it on. All right. Try that Guys, go ahead, Bill. I'm sorry about that. Uh, Pam, I think you're ready to go. Do you have a comment? You had your hand raised? Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, with reference to the shopping on Amazon, I just tried that on my tap just a minute ago while you guys were talking about it. Just asking Alexa what her deals were, and she gave them to me and gave me the option to buy them. Huh. I the problem say- is you can put them in your cart, but you can't actually buy them, or at least that's the way it was. Yeah, you have, you, have to, you have to actually go to their website, either on the iPhone or on your computer, to check out. Well, now, I've heard you can say, check out my cart, but I don't know if that's true. I haven't done it. I never shopped that way, Chris. i got to tell you the truth. I don't like doing it that way. I, I would actually prefer using a computer or my iPhone. I don't. I just like that interactive experience of being able to look at the screen to make sure everything is right and make sure my shipping op- options are correct and everything else, you know. And I also have another suggestion for the program, if I'm, if I'm allowed to make one. No, but go ahead. <laughs> He's giving you a hard time, Pam. Oh, I know he is. I know he is. I'll give it back to him. Hey, Chris, when you do your recipes, I'm wondering if... There might be a, t- a point in time where you might be able to come up with some kitchen safety tips for people who might not be as confident in their kitchen. That's not me, but I'm sure there are plenty of people that are out there who that would apply to. Well, probably. I've got a good one. Don't invite Jeff over to do your cooking. <laughs> <laughs> and- also, Tim, thank you for allowing me to do your show the past couple of days. I can't do it this morning. I've got some things that have to be taken care of well, that were dropped fine. on me yesterday. Thanks a lot, Tim, by the way. You're a real, you're a real good friend, Tim. Thank you. Right. Oh, you're welcome. By, by the way, speaking of cooking and safety, we, we told you all we got this new Braville Grill a couple of weeks ago. I was in the kitchen cooking Saturday night. I had some pork steaks, and I was cooking. And all of a sudden, I said, I think this, I said, I think this grill has stopped. And we could never get it started again. So I called Dave and Chris, and they said, you know, unplug it, check the, it's got one of those, no, one of those fault plugs or whatever it is. So 
I checked that, still not working, and it's still not working today. Tried other plugins, so now I'm going to have to send it back because it's less than two weeks old. But I just can't figure out what could have went wrong unless some component burned out on the inside. I've, we've never had that trouble. That's probably what happened. What about are your out? Is it in an outlet that has a ground fault interrupt? And yeah, we checked. Have you that. checked? Okay, you're you're a step ahead of me, Bill. Yeah, that's one thing we did do. So, you know, with that being that expensive of a grill, I mean. It just right in the middle, and I don't know if it could have been a power but I don't know. I'm not that smart to know wh- what could have happened. Who knows? Maybe there's a little computer in there that sorted out. Yeah, can I make a suggestion, Bill? Yeah. It might have a safety feature on it. Maybe you got it too hot, and it shut down. It might be a reset button on it somewhere where you got to plug it in and push the reset button to get it started again. Because some of those things, they uh, if they get overheated, they'll automatically shut themselves off the newer ones. Yeah, this does not have a reset. Oh, it doesn't have a reset? Okay. Yeah, probably, probably the component burnout somewhere in it someplace. Is it a user-friendly grill, Dave? I mean, can someone who's blind use this thing without a lot of a lot of hassle initially, or is, it, is there a lot of work that you have to use to get some site of the systems to set up and, and understand it? No, it's not hard. It's not hard at all. And if you can turn an oven dial, you can use it. Yeah, well, even even I can do that, Chris. <laughs> and we do have a demo. We have a demo on that up there. Yeah, and there is no. We cannot find a safety thing that re reset it. Could we, Dave? I may call Braville today. Yeah, because you know. But and if you plug it into a different outlet and it does the same thing, you definitely know there's a problem, Bill. Yeah, um, I had them. I had them run a bunch of checks on it, and it's it's definitely got a defect. I don't know. I think I just back before my thirty days run out. It has. It had a smell to it the other day, like that. Like smell the, of electronics uh, burning. Electronic burning smell. No, that definitely some sort of component is definitely gone because you shouldn't have that when you just get out of the box and start using it, Bill. No, I mean because I don't know other way to mess it up. Um, we just got a comment from Debbie and Lafayette, and she got a new what is it? The Amazon Fire tablet in. It seems like we did a demo of that, or do you guys know where there's a demo of it? She wants some instructions on it. It seems like somebody did one. We did one. Do you I'm guys- wondering if it's on one of the Blind Bargains podcasts that may have a demo of that. Well, like, go out if you're going to go out. Or- That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Or, um, did. Did Randy do one, Bill? Maybe they did one on Main Menu or something. I'm going to have to go back and check because I know we did one here on the air a little bit um, because we had a, quite a bit of discussion about them. And I keep threatening to do the Android when I just have not had the time lately. But, yeah, we we can do that. So Debbie, I don't know how many of you use 
Twitterific, but have you noticed that now you get the little thing that comes up every once in a while telling you that if you don't want to see the message and you want your speed of the app to come back, that you need to that you can subscribe on different levels to it. It's yeah. becoming a paid model. That's what that's what that's right. what they're doing, Jennifer. Well, but they do so much with it. I mean, they've made it. It's the it's my go to Twitter app. I don't have any other Twitter apps on my iOS devices. And now the last update, one of the things they did is make it so that if you come to a tweet that has a link or something, it'll tell you if it's going to be a video or audio or or a picture that's attached to it, and you can just and if you if it's video or audio and you flick down to it and double tap on it, it automatically plays it for you. Wow, Bill, we have a we have a hand raised from Buddy. Yeah, we got Buddy going. Go ahead, Buddy. Oh, finally, fine. Hey, hey, Bill. Good morning, everybody. I finally got in. I forgot the number. I had to look on my trick and find out what the number. I typed it in three times and got the wrong number. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, you can tell age is catching up with you, can't you? It's already caught me. Oh, it, it, it's on the way. But uh, I, I have a question. This is a little bit off the subject. Has anyone heard from my friend Neil Ewers? Is he still around? I've he's looked at his website, and then it wasn't up. And uh, I was wanting to find out how he's doing, and I haven't talked to him in a while. And I was wanting to find the uh, – I bought a Zoom recorder from him a while. It's been a long time ago, and I was wanting to – to find that particular podcast for that particular player, and have it. Be, and his website was down. And uh, is he is he okay? Is anybody? I know any information not, about? he lives in Wisconsin. I have no idea. Right. Yeah, Ravenswood.org is the website's there, but there's nothing on it. It's not up, and that's got, got me a little bit concerned. I don't know. Um, he sure did do a lot of recorders. Oh, he. I've got. I've got eight or ten of them. I've got one I bought from him, and it's a wonderful recorder, and, and, and uh, I found it. I thought it was lost when I went to the hospital last year. My wife had put it up somewhere, and I found it. So I'll, I've just got about six or seven of them. <laughs> which, uh, which Zoom is it? It's the, I think it's the, uh, the H4. It's not oh. the N. It's the H4. I was looking for that particular yeah. podcast because he went, he went yeah. through the... The four and uh, it's a it's a good. I got the Edirol R9, I got the H4, I got the LS100, and I got the Edirol R9 H uh, Edirol R9 HR, and they all have different little. Uh, if you're recording a train, you got to have a good microphone and a good recorder. And I was looking for that particular Zoom recorder because he had gone through the limiter and and uh, without having somebody sighted, I'll have to, somebody will have to tell me how to set what, where, and how it's. Yeah, no, I was just going to offer because I have the H1. I thought maybe you were looking for that podcast, but well, that's going to be. I've got that one. I've got. I've got all those. those you know, are, there those used to be a website. What was it? Not. What was it? Blind Cool you, Tech. You, it used to be. Was there a website called Blind Cool Tech? Not Cool Blind Tech, but yeah. Blind Cool Tech. And that's not around. All those podcasts don't seem to be around. But they used to have. It's, yeah, it's, all, it's on. It's on Rick Harmon's website, BlindGeekZone.net. But I, Neil took that particular podcast off the website when I bought that Zoom recorder from him, and he updated it with a different one. But I was just maybe somebody could find out who's got it, or I want to know how Neil's doing. Is he okay? Because the website's. We can't answer. I got a text message from Peggy out in uh, Columbus, Ohio, and she has a problem with her Fire TV. 
but and it, I, I believe that Echo is not uh, talking when she pushes the button to to have on the remote. One of the things you can try doing is rebooting the Fire TV. If that doesn't work, I'm not sure what the problem is. Um, but if you uh, if you unplug the Fire TV and then plug it back in, that's one way to reboot it. Or if you hit the oh, I'm trying to think now uh, the the play record button or the play stop the play button right, and the right select button the uh, simultaneously without unplugging the radio, it'll do a total reboot of the TV. Uh, other than that, I'm not really sure, but I will give you a call later on this afternoon and we can talk you through that if possible. When is Spectrum going to come out with the new um, um, with the app for the Lady A? They haven't as yet haven't done that yet. We don't know. I contacted them, buddy, about a month ago to ask them if they have an app for the uh, Amazon Voice Assistant, and they said that they they couldn't even answer my question. I don't think it's on the horizon, at least right now. Uh, so I don't know when it's coming out or, or if it's coming oh, out. Oh, you know what that means. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they do, they, and they don't have to necessarily. They have their own. They have their own uh, uh, narr- narration guide now in many places. So, but if you'd like it, I mean, and I contacted their disabilities people, their special disability phone number, and again, they didn't have an answer to the question either, buddy. Yeah, they don't know when I've talked to them too. Okay, thank you. And, and part of the problem is not in that it's a big company, and the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing a lot of times with that. That's so. true. Go ahead, Bill. But, but Peg's TV, we can we can relatively fix that, maybe or. You know, like I said, I would start with the reset, and if that doesn't do it, then perhaps her voice view or whatever it is got turned off. You know, that that's always a possibility. Right, that's the menu in the back here. I believe you have to hold those two in, two in uh, simultaneously. I haven't done it in such a long time because everything stays the same on mine, but I'm going to go through the Fire TV after the coffee club and play with it and see if I can you know, replicate right. your error peg. Yeah, one of the things we haven't talked about today that that I was going to talk about a little bit was, have you noticed, and even listening from the exhibit hall or whatever and not being there this year, have you noticed the companies aren't really coming out with a lot of big things for the convention? You know, we used to always look forward to that. Oh, yeah, because that used to be when their big releases of new products came out, and nobody seems to be, they're having sales, but nobody seems to be introducing a big update or a big product anything like that. I'm kind of surprised. Has the has it shifted to, to other times of the year? You know, because, you know. You it seems like lately they've been introducing more new stuff at season. Yeah, you don't hear about as much. You know, as you used to. It's Green Raiders, you know, like Jaws used to be in the fall, and now that's kind of spread throughout the year. And NVDA the same way. Lady A, I mean, Victor Streams, I mean, what is it? The thing that you've got, the touch, Jennifer, the, the Bruno yeah. touch. You know, things things aren't uh, done that way. The other thing that we failed to mention, we don't know a lot about it yet, but it looks like in the fall there's going to come some free time to IRA each day that each user can have some free minutes. And what is that all about? We don't know much about that yet. That was one thing that was announced. And maybe Tim knows about this before we go. NFB and 
what is it? Um, Seeing AI. No, no. The NFB and Be My Eyes are Be teaming, my up, eyes to are teaming up or something. Yeah, and I, I don't know any more than you guys probably. I mean, it was kind of announced at the board meeting. I have a feeling there might be more announced later during the convention. So are they going to get a grant so that they can get more paid people to use to be agents? Or uh, we don't know. It, yeah, it kind of sounded like they were trying to get more more people, volunteers, and for agents. The trouble is, they have a lot of volunteers, maybe, but it's the quality or the change, yeah. you know that that happens but you know it's still a good service because not everybody can buy a subscription to you know ira so but if they give away free time how are they going to make money that's the that's what i'm concerned concerned about is that the are they having financial problems or are they are they not getting new subscribers i think they're getting subscribers but i think I think some corporations, some sponsors, or I think that has to do with it. You know, I think. But time will tell on that, so watch watch that story. Um, you know, they're, they're ahead in the, that particular space because they do even have that, you know, with the glasses and their own unit and you really don't have to be an iPhone user to use that unit I mean anybody can push a button so that that is it but we will hopefully Jeffy will give us an update on Peg's thing next week to make sure she got back online I'll let you I will do I did her problem is that the TV is working but it, it's but Alexa is not working and it is connected to the internet and I'm not sure what the problem is and I'm, I'm going to talk to her on the phone uh, after the coffee club and see if I can uh, see if we can figure something out yeah nothing like a reset nothing like a reset Amy. the reset hasn't stopped hasn't solved the issues so okay. it's just so she may have to contact amazon i'm not sure that and i'm not sure if they can help her so we'll we'll work it out we'll see what's going on the third thing is to try that turning on and off voice view um yeah she said voice view is working but when she when she pushes the button to talk to alexa it doesn't come back to her and i don't know what that issue is that i just don't know what the issue is on there so it's a it's a weird issue i've never seen it yeah well, could be something luck. going out in the remote, maybe. Yeah, or it could be something. I'll have to try my TV and see if I can replicate the same error later on. And and good luck say, on I, getting help with support. I don't know. Sometimes digital things, like if the batteries get low, they only do certain things. It could be worth trying replacing the batteries in the remote. Well, it's not going to hurt. Do you think yeah, there's certainly. any hope for my my grill, or will it have to go back? I'm 99. Point Nine point. It's gonna have to go back. Yeah, but that concerns me that a unit. I guess it's a safety feature that it would burn out like that. But wow, you know, the one we got in Florida, no, never a problem like that. But well, things just go out sometimes, and it may have kept it from catching fire, or who knows if a safety. You got to figure the one in Florida sits there un, 
unbothered because we don't plug it in and unplug it all the time. It can stay where it is. And Right. Oh, and one other thing real quick. We bought, I thought I was buying a nice new tea maker, ice tea maker. Oh, I got fooled. It's called, what is it called, Jennifer? The Big Tea Maker. It's a gallon tea pitcher. But you don't plug it in and you, what do you do? Put the tea bags in, Jennifer, or tea bags? It's made for cold brew tea. So you can either use tea bags or it has a big filter-like basket that you could put loose leaf tea in and use boiling water. But mainly it's cold brew. But its tea was weak as a kitten. Well, the first batch. Yeah. But we, there were no instructions or anything to give you any idea of how you were really supposed to use it, so I was guessing. Yeah. Yes. And it's like anything, you know, different tea bags have different strength. And I thought, well, a gallon a gallon tea bag, if you make a gallon tea, that ought to be strong enough. But I, I would not. try two gallons, but it's just my opinion. I never have found any cold brew tea that I've been happy with. I like it if you get it cold enough, and I've noticed even this <laughs> sitting around has got tastes stronger than it did the first night. I, because I noticed even if I use a tea maker and use loose leaf tea, that it as it gets colder, that it gets more strength to it sometimes. Now, what I read on the reviews said that you're supposed to leave it overnight in the refrigerator. Yeah, that would make sense. That makes sense. And Pam, we'll get to you real quick before we go to the demo. Go ahead, Pam. Okay, yeah, all right. Um, Yeah, Jenny and Bill, I don't know if you guys have tried this, but is is this picture, is this something that you could conceivably use to make, uh, make sun tea with? If that's the case, you can set the thing outside with tea bags in it, and it should work. It's not advertised as that way. One of the reviews said they did use it for sun tea, but that's not really what it's designed for, they said. They said even though it isn't designed for sun tea, that they had used it that way. But but I screwed up on it, thinking, oh, I found a good way to make iced tea. Well, it will be a good way to make iced tea. You don't have to have some place to plug it in, and it makes enough tea. We go through... Two quarts of tea pretty fast. Mm. Yeah, we do. We drink. And I'm like Jeff on my tea, like Jeff is with that easy, bold coffee. (laughs) You're not kidding. (laughs) We like something with a little bit of pop to it. You know? So, we'd like that, but... Well, we can fix it. I can go through two quarts of tea in a half a day myself. You know, I had a friend who used to drink this stuff, and it's not tea. It's called, what is it? It's, I mean, if you're from the South, you know what it is. It's sweet tea, and I could never drink that stuff. It's just, just too sweet for I can't deal with that. Right. But You can make sweet tea. It's just, it just, they just add more sugar to it. That's all. Oh, my God. That, he would drink it like, like, like by the quart. He would just, just gulp it down like, like it was like, I, I just, I, I don't know how you could do that. You could kill yourself with that, doing that kind of stuff. But it, that, he just loved yeah. it. So that's our demo. Now, sweet tea is good. I know. I can't. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going to set a summer gal like you, Chris. I know that. But it's not. Well, to me anyway, it's not thirst quenching like like water or straight or tea without any sugar, though. 
No, it's mainly just a drink for a go with a meal. It's not really a drink, just said refreshing because well, I get a lot of have... times when I go to Cracker Barrel, they make good sweet tea there. You don't have to make it real sweet. No, but, but... I mean, when they make it sweet, it, you wouldn't want to just sit and drink a glass of sweet tea. Yeah. Well, well, any, anyone else hasn't gone to Cracker Barrel yet and tried their southern fried chicken? It's pretty good. I will tell you that. I had uh, that a few Dave weeks ago. It's very good. Day. Sunday, Dave had that. I've never tried it. Yeah, I tried it um, Sunday. Did you like and... it, Dave? Yeah, it, it's actually pretty good. It's hey. real crispy. They, you know, that's their thing. It was excellent. I mean, I just yeah. couldn't believe how good. Hey, what are we demoing today, Dave? What's that? What are we demoing today? Um, this we we are demon. <laughs> I'll get it out. Demi demonstrating heated battery rechargeable gloves. <laughs> it's uh, ninety degrees outside. <laughs> and- <laughs> well, he got them for his birthday. Yeah, and we're going to tease you over the next coming weeks about a new radio coming out that's Doug has found. It's called a PRD-17. And not only is it a strong AM-FM radio, but it has voice prompts all through the menus. and So we'll be talking that about cool. that one. So that just reminded me when you talked about birthdays. I put that hint out last night that that might not be a bad option. So I'm preparing for winter. Hey, That's my eagle hush. No squeaking. No squeaking. <laughs> okay. All right. We are going to do run the demo. We're going to do our pause for the cause, and once we pause for the cause, then it will go straight into the Dave's demo. Okay, and everybody will be muted. Sounds like a Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around yeah, people. Right. I get out my mat right. and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit the shelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Well, 
Well, hello once again, everyone. It's time for another exciting demo. And today I'm going to attempt to do a demo on a product that <clears throat> Chris gave me for my birthday. And I've been looking at these things for the last, I don't know, three or four years. A couple years, four years, three years, whatever. And um, she decided to get them for me for my birthday. So, because he was gonna ball if I didn't. Oh, I was not. <laughs> I might scream a little bit, but well, you know. You might ball. Can't have everything, right? Anyway, uh, today I'm going to talk about a product that's made by Zenir. The model is Zenir GTX. They are battery rechargeable heated gloves. These, in this case, are the ski gloves because I wanted something that was heavy duty and waterproof. And, um,. The first thing I'll do is let Chris give you some information about the product. Well, and I'll tell you a little bit about the website too. They have everything heated. They have, if you name, if you can think of it, they probably have a heated one for men and women. These are men's heated ski gloves. The brand is Zanier. Z is in zebra. A N I E R. Model G T X. As far as I can tell, that's the model number. They're available at this website called CozyWinters.com. C is in Charlie, O, Z is in Zebra, Y, W, I, N is in Nancy, T, E, R, S.com. CozyWinters.com. Should you want to speak with Cozy Winters, their number is 1 800 340-1528 that's 1-800-340-1528 they're a little pricey they're $349 at this moment that is a little bit on sale right now but like like he said we've looked at them for three or four years and we finally decided to go ahead and and do it but anyway that's that's what the product is they do have less expensive ones if you don't feel that you need the waterproofing there the other ones are just uh fairly water resistant but they're they're not actually waterproof and they're i don't know the price i don't remember but they're hundred and some odd dollars i think uh, it's 199 199 okay so you know you can get you can get a little bit cheaper pair if you don't feel you need the ruggedness and the waterproofness that you would need for skiing or in his case he needs for hunting okay um it is a, an amazing product, um, and the gloves themselves are, you know, they're, they're, the fingers, for example, and the gloves are, they're pretty thick. So And they're the, heated, too. Yeah, the fingers of the gloves are heated. Plus, you get a really nice storage box. Yeah, <laughs> really nice box. So, when you open up the box, the, the box sort of hinges open. And on the top of the box, on the inside, there's one glove, and the the um, 
bottom, which would be the bottom of the box when it's open, is another glove. And beside the rubber, the, the is beside the bottom, the glove on the bottom is a little box, and that is the box that contains your charging uh, stuff. Each of the gloves is elastic looped into the box, so there's an elastic loop over each glove, and it's a heavy box, kind of like the boxes Apple uses for their stuff. Yeah, it does kind of resemble that a little bit. So, anyway, uh, as I said, when you open the box, you, you'll find um, the two gloves in the box. And the first thing you got to do, you want to take the gloves out of the box. So you got to sort of, you know, like, say, for example, I have the box open. Well, you should say the box comes in one of those cardboard things you have to slip it out of. Yeah, it's got a... A, a, a slide-in like box like on a, the outside, like and then and then you slide the the main box out of that outside box. <laughs> so, <clears throat> when the box is open, and as Chris said, on the uh, when it's open, the the farthest away from me, for example, is one of the gloves because the box opens out flat on the table. And there's a, the, the little elastic thing that is across the gloves. And so you, you sort of take your fingers and stretch the elastic a little bit and slide the glove out. Now, the, 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 the glove... It's, you do that with both of them, so you can decide, so you know which is the left glove and the right glove, and you usually go by the thumb. And like any other glove, it has a sort of a, isn't that kind of a suede feeling palm or yeah. something? Mm-hmm. The palm is different, like on a lot of gloves. That's right. And, uh, yeah, it kind of feels, uh, I don't know if it's real leather or if it's not. But it's uh, on, on the palm of the glove. I think that is leather. Now, on the once you have your gloves, you take the gloves out of the out of the box, just lay them down, and just get a general idea which is left and which is right. And um, then also in the box is another a little box. And inside the little box is the is the uh, charger stuff. And um, so I think the first thing that I'll talk about is the charger in this box. So because when you take the charger out of the box, there is a um, it's a US there's a USB cable and of course it's got wire ties on it. So you want to take those twist ties off of the the cable and stretch it out so you can see both ends of it. One end of the cable has a standard USB connection and the other end of the cable has two separate plugs. There's like two wires sticking out of the end of the the other the opposite end of the cable from where the USB is, and there's two little plugs on the end of that cable. And then you have the charger. Now, this is one of these chargers that 
when you take a look at it, you, you don't see the prongs that, that you uh, plug into the wall. So if you look at one side of the uh, charger, you'll, you'll feel on the bottom edge of the charger a little indention and you'll feel the two prongs, but they're not sticking out. So what you have to do is take a fingernail and flip those prongs out and when you flip them out they'll lock so now your plug your uh, prongs now are ready to be plugged into the wall when you're ready to do that and then on the other end of the charger is your USB connection where you where you connect the USB cable that I was just talking about you connect that into the, the, the female connection on the charger and then you take the other end of your cable now about halfway down that cable there's a little square well not really square it's sort of a little bit um, it's a little longer than it is square sort of on one end rectangular sort of. And you don't have to be concerned of it, but you'll see where the cable from the USB, the USB cable goes into that little square box, and then out of that square box are those two cables uh, with with the plug on each end. Because as I said, there's two there's two plugs on the end of that main cable. So that's your charger. There's also a print book little small book and a packing slip and you have to look for the English in that book because it's kind of it's not very long there's about I don't know six or eight pages is all but you have to go over several pages to find it now we did find a manual that you can you can access and uh, we we could have that available if somebody is interested and we can make sure that you get a manual that you can read on your computer so now we'll go back to the gloves and um can lay my recorder down here make myself a little bit of room did i see a long strap there, on those gloves yeah on on the gloves when when you take them out of the box you're gonna find like a long oh um it, it it's like two strings connected together and it has a connection on the uh, a thing on the end of them and that's if you want to hang them to either tie the gloves together or hang them up somewhere I took mine off because I didn't want those on there and you can do that by unclipping them from the gloves it's their little tiny sort of like trigger snaps only instead of pulling them pull the, pulling the little catch back you push it in yeah they're kind of like trigger snaps yeah I took those off because when I'm using them I sure don't want those little strings uh, hanging down <laughs> okay also, uh, okay, I've got, I've got one of the gloves. I'm going to take it out. I have it out of the box. And I have the right-hand glove in my hand. And on, I have it so that the thumb 
is to my left. So it's on the sort of under the glove. Underneath the glove. So the thumb is what's laying flat on the table, and then the fingers on top of it, the rest of the fingers on top of it. And uh, I'm going to bring my hands. The fingers are pointing. They're pointing away from me. The fingers are. So that I have the back end of the glove that you would slide onto your hand towards me. And on, I'm going to start with the right hand end. I've already taken that the big long string. I've already unclipped that from the glove. And on the right hand side, on the bottom side of the glove, the, glo the side of the glove that's laying on the table, but over on the right hand side of it, there's a little round, uh, kind of puts you in the mind of a little round capsule with a with a, a string sticking out of it. It's just a short string, like you see on a lot of warm up jackets at the waist, and yeah, or around hoods. What that is for is when you put that gloves on your hand, you want to tighten the. Uh, where where it comes up over your arm, you know, when you put it on your hand, then you take this uh, little uh, little round cylinder like thing. On one end of it, it's got. A, if you press in on on one end of it, it's it's spring loaded. And what you do is you 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 uh, put the thing on your hand and take your other hand, take a hold of this little cylinder. And you press in on on the the one end of it. You put a thumb on one end and an index finger on the other. Right. And, push, and, and then you take together. a hold of the the little string that's sticking out. It's got a little I wouldn't call it a handle, but it's, it's a little a thing on it's a little, little knob like thing that's on the end of the string. And when you pull that, that tightens the where it goes on your arm it, that draws that into your arm so you, you so you, you know to keep cold air from getting in there and uh, of course when you're done you press in on uh, when you're done using them you take your you press in on that cylinder once again and push your string in and that puts it back into the where it was when you started Okay, now with the glove still laying on the table, we're going to look at the top of the glove. And with the fingers still facing away from me, I'll bring my hands um, from the fingers, sliding them across the top of the glove, and I'll come to a, uh, it's like a, a Velcro. And what that's for, right where it goes on to your hand, you can use that to adjust uh, to bring the, so if you use this string that we just did, you know, uh, talked about on the glove for where it goes over the arm, then you can also use this Velcro thing um, to tighten it up on uh, on your hand. You don't want it too tight. It's like across the back of your hand almost. Yeah, it, it, it would go across and tighten it across the back of your hand. So here again, and the idea is to keep any cold air from getting in there. And you may not need to tighten it at all. Right. If you do, you can tighten it or loosen it a little. I didn't have to tighten mine because of the way when I took it out of the box, it was adjusted pretty, pretty close to the way I like it, so I didn't really have to mess with it much. So now for the good stuff. 
I'm, I'm going to bring my hands on up past the Velcro, and I'm going to look at the... I'm looking at the top of the glove with the, the part that goes over your hand facing facing me, still laying on the table, and um, I am going to find... This is on the top when it's right in front of the uh, the Velcro thing. You're going to feel through the glove. You're going to feel two two um, little. Well, one the first piece I'm going to see. I'll start from the left. And the first piece that I feel through the glove is a rectangular. Uh, thing and if you feel through the glove you're gonna feel a little uh, feels like there's a little bit of writing but I, I think it might be uh, like a, a symbol and right on if you put your fingers on the symbol there's a little button actually underneath that it almost feels like two buttons one on one in front of the other but it isn't right you're, you're gonna press on the center of it of where that little raised slightly raised symbol is and when you press down on that that turns the unit on um, it's got three heating levels you have low medium and high and I think uh, let's see the low is 8 to 10 hours when it's fully charged 99 degrees and that's 99 degrees and then the next level and, and you do that by just tapping that button every time you tap the button it goes up one level there's one button for each glove there there's one on the left glove and one on the right it's there the gloves are identical other than one's left and one's right so the, the 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 second time you press the button, uh, that is your medium or level two is or level it. two on that button, and I believe that is uh, four to six hours. At 113. At 113 degrees. And that is the most preferred level, they say. Yeah, that that um, that that high level, which uh, I'm going to get to right now, is um, 149 degrees. That's hot. So the idea with that is, if you just want to heat your gloves up real quick and get your fingers warm, and then you want to turn them off, you put it on a level three and let the gloves get hot to get warm real fast. But they caution you to be careful. Plus, it lessens your battery life to about two and a half hours. Right, two and a half hours. <clears throat> they're saying on uh, on high. Uh, you probably wouldn't want that on your hand turned on high level for two hours <laughs> probably wouldn't want on it you probably wouldn't have it on any more than about two minutes because that glove was going to get pretty hot it won't catch fire but it'll <laughs> but it, they do say it might burn you yeah you could burn your hand so you don't want to leave it on any longer than about two minutes because you're probably not going to need to because those gloves heat up really really fast and you can you can get the glove warm and it'll hold its temperature for a good while even if you turn the press the button again after you get to the third level and that'll turn the gloves off and you would do that on each glove because they're they're separate and um 
that's how the uh, that's how the control works. So uh, now, in the, to the right of the uh, rectangular thing with the button is your battery. You can feel it through the through the uh, glove. It's it's a rectangular. Uh, battery and it's probably about an inch and a half wide and probably two inches long inside the glove. So then if I bring my hands on up towards the front, I'm going to find a little zipper. It's between that string at the very top of the glove and the controls. Right. So if I unzip that, I can actually stick my fingers. There's a little compartment that I just opened up. That's where the uh, the the little box with the button and the battery pack are located. And when you look in there, you're going to see. I'm still. The gloves are still laying on the table. So uh, so we know where where we are here with. What I want to explain here, uh, I'm, I've got my hands inside that zipper compartment. I'm going to find a little plug on the left side. This is inside the zipper compartment, and a plug on the right side inside the, the zipper compartment. What you do is you plug those two together. And the one, if you look at the one plug on the right-hand side, the, um, the end of the plug is skinnier than the plug on the left-hand side. So the, basically the left-hand side is the female plug and the right one is the male plug. So you plug those together and that actually, because in shipping, you know, you, you, and when you're not using them, you don't want to leave those plugged together because you might bump the button and turn the gloves on and drain your battery. So, so you plug the two plugs together. Now you do the very same thing with the other glove, so we don't go through the details of the second glove, because everything you do to the first one, you do to the second one. And once once you have those plugs together, then the unit becomes, uh, the first thing that I noticed is when you first plug those two plugs together, the glove automatically turns on. I wish they wouldn't have done that, but that's what they did anyway. And it is on the high or level three position. So once you put the plugs together, find that button on the, the box that's on the left side and press that button one time and that will turn the glove off. So you want to make sure you do that. And if you want to be sure that you're right, and if you have a light probe, there is a light on the uh, on the box that's on the left-hand side uh, on the top of the glove. And uh, you can take a light probe and put it on there and tell if that light is on. And if it is, then you would keep tapping the button till the light goes 
goes off. And be aware that when you first get them, they may be so dead that the light doesn't even come on. Right. So you may have to give them, well, you will have to give them some charge. And a complete charge from draining to full is about four and a half hours, they told us. That's right. So, now, when I took mine out of the box, one of my gloves had a little bit of a charge in it, and the other one didn't. So, you know how that goes. Uh, but anyway, once you have the gloves, uh, the, the two plugs plugged in, then you zipper that compartment closed. And uh, we got a bird making noise. stop. <laughs> Now your gloves are ready to use. So the, the first thing you're going to do then is obviously you're going to put the glove on, which in my case I have the the right hand glove, and I've done everything to it. I have the plugs connected together, and I close the zipper on the glove, so that keeps the water from getting in there, If, especially like if I'm shoveling snow, or I use them for hunting and stuff, and you can get pretty wet in the woods, and you can get pretty wet shoveling snow, especially if your wife throws snow all over you. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> but anyway, so you slide the glove on your hand. And uh, I did make sure that the, uh, well, the other thing, too, that, that may help is whenever you put the plugs together, wait a couple seconds or so and put your hand inside the glove and, and see if it's getting warm. And if it's getting warm, then you just press that button to make sure that you turn the glove off. Or to whatever level you want. Or to whatever level you want. So if you put the gloves on your hand, if I put the, the right glove on my hand, I've done the same setup on my on the, the, the left hand glove as well. I put the gloves on my hand and check to see if those the Velcro adjustment and the little adjustment out on the end that goes onto your arm are comfortable. Uh, and you slide that on until your fingers come out just about to the end of the glove. And uh, as I said, then make sure your, your Velcro is adjusted so it's snug on your hand. Not real tight. Because the tighter you squeeze it, the less insulated the glove becomes because you're squeezing all that together and you don't want to do that. So then Plus after, you have two wires that go down each finger. Yeah. So, so anyway... Uh, once you have them on the on your hands, uh, then what you want to do is 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 um, you want to find the button that turns the glove on and off. Now, what you might want to do, in fact, this might even be a little bit better, if you turn these gloves on before you put them on your hands, because probably you're not going to, once you have both gloves on, you may not be able to feel the, um, the button with your fingers. So before you zipper the glove closed where the battery pack is and the, and the, the control box is, uh, press the button to turn the gloves on and put it for whatever level you want 
for example, right now the glove is off. So before I put it on my hand, I'm going to leave that um, before I, I'm going to reopen the zipper because I think this will work a little bit better for you folks. Uh, I'm going to open the zipper and I'm going to reach my hand. Well, I really don't have to open the zipper, but I did anyway because I can reach in there and I can really feel the button on that box. I'm going to press the button. I'm going to set it for level two because I know that the I know that the glove is off. So I would press the button twice, and I will be on the medium level, which is satisfactory because that's 113 degrees. That's that's pretty decent. Then I'll zip it. I'll zip the glove back up. Then I'll put the glove on my hand. And um, if everything is comfortable and everything, I uh, can put the uh, check the level on the. Uh, you do that with both gloves. You know, you set your levels on with both gloves. And once you do that, and you have them on your hands, um, you're really good to go. And so um, it, it, it sounds complicated, but when you actually have the things in your hands, it, it makes it a lot easier. I mean, I could explain things till the cows come home, and you still might have questions. So I'm just trying to do the best I know how to do. Well, uh, if you if you listen to the demo, if you get the gloves and you listen to the demo with your glove with the gloves in your hands, then it'll make it'll more make sense. sense. Now. <clears throat> Just a reminder, and, and I did mention this earlier, when you first plug those two plugs together in the glove, after you, after you have uh, charged the gloves when you first get them, let them charge for about four hours. And uh, once you plug those two plugs together that are inside the glove, um, the... The, the power, the light, or the glove actually turns on, so you want to make sure that the light is off. Just press the button. It should be one time. At least that's what the, my gloves are doing anyway. Now, the last thing is, is charging the gloves. And as I said, that the the uh, charger, uh, the little prongs on the uh, charger, you need to find where they are. There's another little piece in there that you don't use. That's if you live in a place where, uh, like in England and some of those places where they're using 220 volts, and they got this little adapter in there. So you're not going to use that. So, but the charger has on the one end, one side of the charger. There's two little prongs, and if you reach your uh, your fingernail in there, you'll feel the two prongs, and you're going to take a fingernail and flip those prongs up so that the prongs are sticking up, so you can plug that charger into the wall. Then you plug your USB cable into that, and then you find the end of the. Uh, the USB cable where those two plugs are sticking out. You're going to unzip the glove. Now, and you're going to do this when you first get the gloves because you want to charge them. Make sure that they're charged, as I said, for four hours. So you unzip the glove and you'll find those two plugs that we were talking about that you plug together in the glove. 
It's when you want to use them. When you want to use them. But when you're not using them and you want to charge them and you, and you have one plug on the end of that cable goes to the left glove and the other plug goes to the right glove and it doesn't matter which way or which plug because they're, they're both the same. And you will um, plug one of those plugs on the end of the USB cable into the right plug of the glove, the one that's on the right side, in, inside that zipper compartment. And you, you come over to the, the left glove and you do the very same thing. Put the uh, put the uh, the last plug into the plug on the right hand side uh, uh, inside that zipper compartment. That's the actual plug that goes into your battery. That and the other the other the other plug is uh, inside the zipper compartment is the one that controls the heating elements that are in the gloves. So once you have the left glove and the right glove plugged in to the cables, plug the charger into the wall. Once you have those prongs flipped out, let it charge for four hours and you should be good to go. And you cannot overcharge them. No, the unit will does have a processor in there and it will shut the unit down. It'll go into what's called a maintenance charging mode, which means sometimes like a, when a battery's not being used, it might lose a little charge, you know, after a while. And if you have the unit, uh, the charger, if you have the gloves plugged in, it would automatically just do a little trickle charge just to keep that battery up to, up to par. Anyway, that's how the, uh, the unit works. And I was really surprised how fast the glove heats up. It does not take long at all. It fits my hand really well because, as I said, it's adjustable. You can do pretty much whatever you want to do with them. And um, I think that if you folks decide you want to try them, I don't think you'd want anything else any any different. <laughs> They're just great. I was really excited when Chris actually got them for me because I've been looking at them for a long time. So I'm real happy about that. So that's how the unit works. I hope that I did a, a, a fairly decent job demonstrating how these work. So right now, I'll let Chris give you the story on the products one more time. Men's heated ski gloves, and they do come in sizes, and there is a process for measuring your hands. So if you're unsure of your size, uh, call Cozy Winners because they can walk you through how to measure your hand, or it's on the website. The brand is Zanier, Z-A-N-I-E-R, model G is in golf, T is in tango, and X. Available at Cozy Winters, C-O-Z-Y-W-I-N-T-E-R-S with no spaces, CozyWinters.com. Their phone is 1-800-340-1528. That's 1-800-340-1528. The price right now is $349, And really, you know, if you think you want them, and you can't, don't feel like you can spend the money, 
you could ask, Cozy Winters has gift certificates. You could ask people for gift certificates for your birthday or Christmas. Or you might go together with a sibling and go together and get them for a parent or another sibling. Or they might go together and get them for you. Or There's all kinds of ways you could get them. I know they're a little expensive, but they are really nice. And the company, the customer service that we had to use once is is good so you know it's 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 worth a try and we've bought a couple of products from them so that's the information on the gloves well that's how the units work these uh, heated gloves i think you'll like them and even the, the lower end or lower priced uh, gloves work fairly well too from what I'm told. Yeah, they're, they work the same way. They're just not waterproof like these are. Uh, but they're okay for, for doing a lot of other things. So. But these, for me, do the trick. As I said, that's how the unit works. It does. They, they, these gloves do exactly what they're supposed to do. If you have any questions about this product, you can always email Bill Sparks at Bill at BillSparks.org. That's Bill at BillSparks.org. And if he doesn't have the answers, he'll get a hold of us, and we'll make sure that you get the answers to your questions taken care of. Or if you have any questions about this product during the live broadcast, you may reach us by calling 646-558-8656. That's 646-558-8656. Or you, or you can enter the meeting ID. When, you, when it asks you for the meeting ID, enter 848-725-450. That's 848-725-450. When you're asked for the user ID, press pound, and you will be in the Zoom room. Well, that's all the time we have for this demo. Stay tuned next week for another, another exciting, exciting demo. demo. People been saying to your friend, get a different face. And posting on their feed, they're super ugly. The things they say to them online are cruel. witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool and by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the internet's most beloved pets, and they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no. That's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison? Why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. 
Visit StopTechStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. <laughs> Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Well, thank you very much, Chris and Dave. Appreciate that. Uh, I love those heating. Where do you find them to be the most useful, Dave? Well, I use them especially in the winter because I do a lot of stuff outside. And, of course, I use them in the woods. And, I was uh, going to say, do you use them with your son when you guys go hunting? Is that, is that what you're going to find a use for them? Oh, yeah, definitely. Cause, that and snow shoveling. Yeah, shoveling snow. and That'll be my excuse to go inside early because I don't have any heated gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question. How, but how thick are they? Because what happens if you can't see? You know, you have to be able to feel things easily. Is that Are these gloves... I know they got to be thick, but are they are they thin enough so that you can still feel things with you when you're holding things with them and well, stuff like that? Well, you, you can sort of because can, they are padded, you know. So they're and they're you know so there's some insulation in there. So. You can feel when you're holding something. I mean, you yeah. Know, as far as that goes, you know, they're they're not too bad. You could I like some heated socks like that. Yeah, they have socks there, too. They also have heated insoles. They have all kinds of stuff there. I never knew they made so many heated products, and their stuff is good. They have heated jackets and heated pants, and they have stuff for motorcycle riders, you know, that plug yeah, into the bike. and different, <laughs> different meaning to the word hot pants. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes, I was. They've been out for a while now. This, this, the one that I got, it just came out. I think about maybe six months ago or something like that. And that's what I have. That's what I was hoping for. And uh, I remember when I was a kid, I used to have one of those hand warmers uh, things that were they butane. I yeah, think. they had the. They had the. Now they have uh, rechargeable ones. Yeah, I remember those uh, pretty well, I, I, but I remember those, Tim. Yeah, but with a cane, they'd be pretty hard to use. <laughs> yeah, these would probably work fairly well with the cane because they're not that thick, and the insides of the the your your palm side of your fingers and also your palm have this kind of suede non-slip stuff on it. Yeah, I think they'll work pretty good with the cane. I mean, you can feel the cane. Yeah. Have they quit making Thinsulate? Cause I no, no. And they still make Thinsulate. Uh, it seems like they're harder to get a hold of. I haven't seen them as much. They are. They are harder to find, but you can find them online. What about machine washing? Sometimes these, if you're doing stuff, they, they make it dirty. How do you clean those things? Chris, you, you, you can do it. That? You could do it. That won't hurt them. Those are waterproof anyway. You might want to put them in a mesh bag. Yeah, that probably wouldn't hurt. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad... What did you take the control box and stuff out of it somehow to wash them? No, you don't have to. Just close the gloves up tight. Uh, the, the, uh, the box and the battery are both waterproof. Oh. Wow. That's what they say. Like where the buttons are and things like that, where your connections are, they're 
they're it's they've got like rubber on them. So that that zipper too, when you zip it closed, there's um sort of a I don't know, it almost feels like vinyl or something that goes across it. It's not standard zipper teeth. Yeah, they've thought of everything, those. Well, almost, anyway. They are pretty pricey. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Their stuff is, but it's good. I well, guess. hopefully you only have to buy them once. <laughs> well, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully it's a one-time shot. Kind of like we thought on the grill, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think they have a two-year warranty. Do they? Well, that's that. You know, it, that is pretty good because most most things only give you a one year limited warranty. Well, I, I know, um, Bill, you were talking about the grill. Um, it seems like lately, though. I mean, with when you read in electronics, Consumer Reports, a lot of times they'll say what the return rates are on things, and boy, stuff is sure a lot more reliable than it used to be. Yeah, things things just happen, you know. It's like batteries. I used to sell batteries, and I stopped selling them because when you bought a case of batteries, half of that case was dead when you got it, and they wouldn't stand behind the batteries. Oh, we've gotten some dead ones in new packages lately. Yeah. That's annoying. Yeah, it is. Yeah. There ought to be a way to keep that from happening. And if they're alkaline batteries, you really can't recharge those. I don't care what they tell you. They, you really can't recharge them. And if you can, you don't, you don't, they don't recharge well. Yeah, they they don't seem to hold the charge very long. Bunch of... I remember uh, for a while they were making rechargeable alkalines. And they actually worked pretty well, I thought. But, but now they don't. Well, I don't know if they still make them or not, but... <laughs> They changed the way they were making them so that if you had the old charger, you had to buy a new charger again. Yeah, that's right. Some of the, some of the uh, well, and lithium batteries are worse. You have to have, you need a lithium charger to charge those. Yeah. Well, lithium battery, I don't see, I don't see that lithium is as popular. Or is, is the end nickel metal hydride batteries more popular these days? I don't know. Most of the electronics that are coming through now have lithium batteries. Yeah, yeah. I'd say just about all the. What is it they told us when we flew, Bill, that you couldn't put the lithium battery things that have lithium batteries in the in the thing that was going to go under the plane that they had to be inside. I don't remember, but that's probably true. <laughs> I think that's that how sounds that sounds right. I think that's what they yeah. told us last October. What kind of batteries are on these iPhones? <laughs> lithium those batteries. Are lithium, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a lithium? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I think the ones, say. when I was in college, I had a NICAD battery pack explode on me because they didn't tell me that you could overcharge them. You know, this is something a guy kept saying, you know, you're wasting your time by closing all those apps on your phone. That's not true. Your battery life is much improved if you close some of your apps. Oh, definitely. That's right. Especially apps that do anything in the background. Yeah, the guy said, oh, no. no like any idea. location apps and stuff like that, you definitely want to close them if you're not using them. 
you have the lithium battery, you cannot carry them in the cargo hold of the plane because did you hear the other day on the news, I think a plane coming from Europe or on the way to Europe, somebody's lithium battery caught fire in the you know, with while they were in the passenger compartment. They were able to put it out, but they had to turn back to have it checked out. And if it would have been in the cargo department, if they found out that person had it, they'd be liable. You can't, yeah, I think what happened, you can't put them in your in your in your uh, check-in baggage anymore. Anything with lithium batteries got to go with you inside. I think what happens. I don't think there's. I, I might be wrong about this, but I don't think there's any oxygen in the in those compartments, and then things go haywire. Yeah. Yeah, I know the battery that caught on fire, Bill. The the person had was was charging the battery, and, and it yeah, I know, I know. They're, yeah, they're charging on the on the seat in the plane, but still, they said it could have been what caught on fire in the cargo hold because they said most airlines now you cannot carry lithium batteries in your on your check in luggage. So any computers, anything like that, you cannot put in check in. Hard enough going through the airport as it is. Without, yeah, really. They've got a little bit of ways to go on with batteries. You know, I think, I think they could really improve battery life quite a bit if they really worked at it long enough. Maybe yeah. it's the NiCad batteries you don't see anymore. You don't see too many things with NiCad batteries anymore. The nickel cadmium ones. Laptop you can still batteries have got a ways to go on those too. Like the cordless phones still have them. Oh, I yep. didn't. I thought it wasn't this late at all. It's almost eleven o'clock. It is exactly ten fifty nine. Oh, do we have any wow. recipes or anything, Chris? That we we do, but let's hold off on it till next week since we're running so late because it's a it's not a short. Have, don't have to worry about my show. I'm not here. Well, okay. We and, if you, and, and if you and if you run late, you know, Chris has to make me lunch. You know, yeah. No, just kidding, Chris. Don't kill me. <laughs> okay, we can do it. This is for they're called um, Paul Bunyan cookies, <clears throat> and they're huge. They say I've not made these, but I know people who have. One and one quarter cups of all-purpose flour, one teaspoon of ground cinnamon. Three-fourths teaspoon of baking soda, one-half one teaspoon of baking powder, one-half teaspoon ground ginger, <clears throat> one-half teaspoon salt, one-half cup of vegetable shortening, and if you have the one-cup sticks, that's half a stick, one-half cup of sugar, so see, they don't have a ton of sugar, one-half cup of molasses, they do have that. <laughs> Two large eggs, slightly beaten. One 12-ounce bag of semi-sweet chocolate chips. One half, no, one and one-half cups of old-fashioned rolled oats. One cup of raisins. And one cup of chopped walnuts or pecans. You preheat your oven to 350. They recommend lining your baking sheet with parchment paper. You mix all of your dry ingredients, your flour, your spices, your sugar, all that, your short, your, um, what do you call it, um, soda and baking powder in a bowl. You set that aside. You beat your shortening and your, well, okay, let's go back. On the dry ingredients, you do not add the sugar. You beat that with the shortening till it's creamy. 
You beat that on low speed and you add your flour mixture one cup at a time till the dough comes together. Then you take a wooden spoon and you stir in your chips, your raisins, your oats, and your nuts. Using a two-inch ice cream scoop, now you can see why they're so big, you place your cookies, you you scoop the dough and place it three inches apart on your parchment-covered cookie sheet, and they recommend not doing any more than six to ten per sheet, depending on how big of a cookie sheet you have. You bake until firm, 15 to 18 minutes. You let cool about five minutes. And it says, these cookies are very large. And this recipe makes about 18 cookies if you do it like that. Wow. I've made something like that. That'd be like those you used to get at the cookie shop. Yeah, I've made something like that, only mine had M&Ms in them, too, and they were called Cookie Monsters, but they weren't designed to be quite so big. Yeah, Chris, I can tell you, I've made those same cookies. It's an old recipe, and when you make them, they're at least spread out to five to six inches around. Yeah, they're Dave Rieckert size. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many of those could you eat, Dave? I don't know. <laughs> You don't want to get him in trouble with his wife now, Jennifer, you know. <laughs> Can you sometime, Chris, get a recipe for donuts? For donuts? I have a recipe for donuts. One of these weeks? Yeah, I can do that. They're not the easiest things in the world to make, but yeah, I can do that. Or find out how they make them at the grocery stores or bakeries or how they turn No, I don't know if I can do that, but I do have recipes for yeast donuts, and that's what those are. Yeah. Sounds pretty cool. Well, I guess we... The only thing, those donuts got to be deep fried. You cannot bake donuts. All donuts are deep fried in fat. Well, not all donuts, but the good ones are. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, I've never seen any that aren't deep fried at Oh, I have, but and they're but good. They, you can do them in an air fryer nowadays, and they turn out pretty good. Yeah, we've we've actually done. Chris has actually done donuts in the turkey fryer. Yeah, you know, which is a deep fryer. My problem right, right. is the donuts are plenty good. I'm having trouble replicating the glaze that bakeries use. Oh. Well, I like the old-fashioned, the ones that are kind of crispy on the edge. Yeah, the cake ones I do too, but. I just can't do the glaze. But it seems well, they just like don't make of... donuts and bakeries like they used to, though. Oh, and there are a few, a few and far between. I think yes, there's one there in St. Louis I've heard of. There are if you want, if you want to, there's a good bakery for sale in um, Austin, Indiana. It's called Hireley's. It's been around for almost 100 years. The, the family's getting tired of running them, but, but I mean, they make they make great all kinds of rolls and donuts and they make a special cinnamon fried roll that they actually, it's a roll, they fry it, and they put this caramelizing on top of it. And people come from 30, 40 miles away just to buy those things. Chipley's Bakery in Little Rock, they have about three of them all scattered over town. That's the best bakery I think I've ever Yeah, we've got one here called Long's. It's pretty good. Uh, uh, Bill, is Bernie's still around? I, I, did a, I did an air check of a radio station. They had commercials for Bernie's. They make and, cakes and, and stuff like that, but they're probably out of business. The yeah, in Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, they're not around anymore. But they're not around. The thing I'm going to say before we go, French fries, what is it these restaurants 
Doug and I call them coated french fries. They taste awful. What? They, they coat them in probably egg white and something, and that's to keep them from getting soggy. I don't like them as well, but that's the whole point. They don't to keep taste them as soggy. good. But if you bring them home, they stay crisp. I mean, if you're getting them to go. With, right. Who? but they taste so bad. Well, not everybody thinks so, or they wouldn't do it. Hmm. Well, then I must be in the minority. Doug and I are in the minority. I don't care for them either really that much, but, you know. Did you ever try Culver's fries, Bill? Yeah, they're not too bad. They don't, I don't think they've got to the... But if you don't put something on them, then you all complain because they get soggy when you get them home. Well, and they don't stay crisp, so... Where is it we go? Greg always asks for extra crisp french fries. Oh, I like the I like the ones at McDonald's. If you get them fresh made right out of the fryer, I think those are the best French fries ever. And I like it's because they do the same thing in the fryer with the French fries. I love their apple pies, Chris. Those are really good if they're oh, made right. If you right. want a good apple pie, try um 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 um, um, um what is it, Dave? Um, Aldi's? No, the chicken the chicken place. Um, oh, Popeyes. Popeyes. Popeyes has good apple pie? Oh, yeah, they do. yes. Yeah. They, the they put all that right? cinnamon and sugar on the outside of it. Well, and the, yeah. the crust is crispy, too. They're they're like mm. McDonald's old fried pies used to be a long time ago. Kind of. Oh, yeah. I remember those. And if you like root beer, go to if, if you can find them, which because you can't find them anymore, go to A&W, the best root beer I ever tasted. Oh, yeah, you can get that around here. Yeah, and just a plug for Wendy, they have really good sugar cookies. Who does? <laughs> Wendy. Never you know, uh, I like their Frosties. My, when I go to Wendy's with my daughter, I always get the Frosty. I love those. I didn't even I know Wendy had dessert. A lot of people hey, like if you, if you like something real good, try that new McFlurry McDonald has out right now with the, with the caramel and the, uh, I guess, toffee chips in it. Those are terrific. I tried one the other day. It's not like the plain old McFlurry they always make. Or a peanut butter blizzard from, peanut butter cup blizzard from Dairy Queen. Peanut butter cup or chocolate chip cookie dough. Of course, the well, best thing is a blackberry cobbler with ice cream from Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I have to try that sometime. <laughs> okay, we got, oh, I got to get going here, but the, the only thing I will tell you about Cracker Barrel is the, I go there, but every time I go to the gift shop, I always take, I always buy the packages of peppermint sticks. If if you want to go, if you want to, if you just want to go and get dessert sometime, go to Cracker Barrel in the fall when they have their apple dumplings. Those things are to die for. Get that oh, yeah, those the are coffee, right. and you yeah, got a meal. I, yeah, put ice cream on them though. Oh really yeah, they do put ice cream for, right? on them. Well, I gotta get going, guys. All right, guys. Okay. Hey, thanks okay, everyone for participating. We really appreciate it. Let me get over here and hit a few buttons, and we'll prick up our friend. Who's coming on today, Robbie? Robbie the robot. Yep, yep. As far as I know, Robbie. Robbie, as far as I know. Well, have a great day, everyone. <laughs>